Have you ever thought about making starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places that people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcasts? The answer is, to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors too, so you can get paid to podcast. I started podcasting with, with Anchor app, using, using it as a special way to record my show known as Get Geeky. You may know me from there. So if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Good luck. Hello, guys, and welcome to the very first episode of Get Geeky. I am your host, Anthony Stewart, and we are going to begin the very first episode. So, I have some introductions. Of course, you already know my name. We're going to get into the show. So, why did I begin this show? Well, I started this show really because I wanted to have one podcast where I can talk about every show that I'm into and maybe every show you're into. It's really, I had narrowed it down to talking about books, movies, or TV, and I chose, and I decided, well, why not it be television? You know, so why not? So we're going to talk about all sorts of TV shows. Um, season, each season is short. We have short seasons, so just be aware of that. So, setting up, I'm in the process of setting up this podcast. I, of course, set it up here on Anchor, and it's, I'm recording through it. It's going to be distributed everywhere, so no matter where you're listening, I have CastBox too. I use it, but I listen to my podcasts on there. Now, pardon me while I grab my mic. Um, so now, interviews. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do interviews. I thought I wanted to, I wanted to do one, but I don't know if I'll be able to get to it. So if this podcast uploads without the interview, you'll probably know why that I probably wasn't allowed to do it. <clears throat> so show talk so the plan is was to do interviews, but I don't know if I'll be able to do that. So <laughs> we'll find out. I'll get, a, get I'll get this all sorted out eventually. This is only the first part, so hopefully we'll be able to get this sorted out. So, I'm, I have three shows I want to talk about in this episode. I want to talk about Steven Universe, Paw Patrol, and Star vs. the Forces of Evil, and what my thoughts are on those. Um, Star vs. we're going to go from the bottom to the top, so here we go. We're going to go into a cut, and we will be right back.
Alrighty, righty, righty. Welcome back to the show. So, we are now going to be doing show talk of the evening. So, we're going to be talking about Steven Universe, Paw Patrol, Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Those are the shows we have listed. So, we're going to go from the bottom to the top. So, my thoughts on Star vs. the Forces of Evil, it, it's okay for the animation. I really like the animation, and I really like, kind of like the story plot. I'm not real big on, you know, some weird magical wand, but all in all, I don't want to hit on the fans. I'm going to just say I love fans of everything, so, fans of all kinds. I haven't watched it in a while, and I need to watch more, because I actually do like that show, as corny and weird as it is. I do like that show. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do I do like it. And we'll go ahead and continue with that show. So, I'm going to see if I'm continuing with it. Paw Patrol. Uh, actually, I'm going to save that one for last. We'll come back to that. We're going to go into Steven Universe now. So, Steven Universe actually was not that bad. As some people think it is. The animation's great. It's it too is very corny, you know. You it's you know what you'd expect out of a kids' cartoon, which is, <laughs> it, it, of course, it is. It's what it is. What it is is what I'm gonna say. Um, I do like the story plot in Steven Universe. It it really ha it has a very good story plot for a cartoon. Believe it or not. I ended up falling in it because of a friend, so <laughs> I blame them. <laughs> so, um, last on our list to end this session would be Paw Patrol. So, what are my thoughts on Paw Patrol? I adore it. Um, however, the one character that bothers me the most and makes me angry throughout the whole series would be Humdinger. I don't know why, but he, he, oh, he makes me so angry. He makes me, he actually makes me want to get up and slap him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all you Paw Patrol fans feel the same way just about that. You just want to get up and slap him. It, like, in the beginning when you first meet Humdinger, you can tolerate him. But then... When he brings out his kitty catastrophe crew, or kitten catastrophe crew, or whatever they call it. Them being the antagonist Paw Patrol. Ugh. Just makes you so angry. Right? But then again, you know... You just get so angry at it. You know, and... You know, sorry, I had a sudden pause, but you just get so angry at that. And when you see when you see him use the kitten catastrophe crew just to cheat his way through a race or something, or to make a mess of everything, and it it just really makes you so mad, <laughs> makes you triggered. Particularly, it triggers me. I'll be honest. It <sighs> it full ledge triggers me. And it makes me want to get up and slap him. <laughs> or punch him or something. But he's a fictional character. So, you know. The one 
fictional character that irks everybody's nerves. Um, I have yet to get to see Tracker in action. I saw Everest in action, and Everest is one of my favorite characters in that series. I haven't seen Tracker yet, though. I'm not there yet. I got a long ways to go. I mean, in every time, and I sort of kind of gave up watching it because everywhere I turn around, you have a new episode airing. And the farther and farther I just get behind, and it just annoys me. So, <clears throat> those are my thoughts. We're now going to go ahead and go into geek news. Here we go. Alrighty guys, welcome back. It is now that time. It is time for geek news. <laughs> so, based on stuff I'm going to go into based on stuff that I've already heard about or know about, there's a lot to discuss. So, I'm going to start with the very first one. So, based on another podcast I was hearing in the on the way to school there has been the thought the thesis coming true of robots officially taking over um, I mean of course that might not necessarily be true but the thesis has proven you know the, this is proving it Walmart the Walmart Industries decided to go ahead and give robots jobs on, in Walmart Industries, they started giving they started giving you know robots janitor jobs and clerk jobs in Walmart, and now I feel personally it's going to cost everybody everyone who works there their jobs. It's something I feel. I don't know what you guys feel. Some of you might say, "Oh, it's beneficial." <laughs> so you know, just let me know what you think. So next one, here we go. Those of you keeping eyes on political ties. So, for, as we all know, there is this race with Rick's with Governor with Gov, Governor Rick Scott and Bill with former Governor Rick Scott and Bill Nelson for the Senate race. So, based on the New York Times, I'm crediting the New York Times. So, based on the New York Times, and this is where I get a lot of my news from. Uh, Bill Nelson wins the Senate over over Bill Nelson. So, and so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna scroll through here. So, here it is, quoted from the New York Times. After all the vote tallying, accusation trading, and lawsuit filing, Mr. Scott's Democratic opponent, Senator Bill Nelson, accepted defeat once a manual recount showed him still trailing by 10,033 votes out of more than 8.1 million cast. Mr. Nelson's concession brought brought Florida's turbulent midterm election to its long-awaited close after a statewide recount did nothing to alter the race's outcome, rather than narrow the margin between candidates in the profoundly divided state. So, this is quoted from the New York Times. And 
you know, because everybody, you know, because you got to know where, because this is an audio podcast, you got to know where my sources are coming from. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Rick Scott basically won that, won that one. But it was a close call, though. I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I, this was back in November, but I'm starting this podcast now. Like I said, there's a lot to discuss, but I was watching the uh, elections with a family member, of course. And we saw that we we saw the polls going up, and I'll be honest, it was a tight race <laughs> for I believe governor, and you know, and believe it or not, Governor DeSantis won too. But and he's you know they're both Republicans. So now we've got a problem here, though. Why is that? Because we have a Democratic House of Representatives. Yes, we Democrats have the House of Representatives. So, and I'm a, I'm a non-party affiliate, but meaning, and what is a non-party affiliate? It means you're part of no party, neither neither Democrat or Republican. However, you can still vote for either one. You know, you can vote for either or, or for basically basically for whoever you feel is right. You know, that kind, that's basically, but your vote's not heard until you don't get, you don't get to be heard in the primaries. That's the problem. You don't, you're not heard in the primary. So that's the difference with that. Um, but, you know, it was a tight race. So we have a Republican governor, a Republican senator. Wait, is it Republican? Yeah, Republican senator, because Bill Nelson was Democratic. Um, but it's going to be kind of hard to get laws in and out of the House of Representatives because we have a Democratic House of Representatives. So it's kind of like this knot that can't be un. It's going to be like a knot that can't be undone. You know, when it comes to passing bills up and down the chain. It's going to be kind of hard, so I personally feel, because, man, Republicans and Democrats, they just don't like each other. They just flat out don't like each other, period. So, you know, I mean, not in general. I don't mean that, not always in general, but I'm talking about politically, they just despise each other politically. I don't know why, I don't know why politics are like this but somehow it is it's they just despise each other politically and i don't know why <laughs> don't ask me i'm not the one with the answers here so bakugan so all you bakugan fans i'm going off topic here all of you bakugan fans they've really they've released a new series of bakugan i have yet to figure out what it's called yet let me look it up let me look it up and see Hang on a second. My trusty secondary phone. <laughs> okay, so let me look it up. New Bakugan series. So um There it is. Anime News Anime News Network. Here we go. Come on, load up. Here we go. Aha. 
new Bakugan TV series planned for 2018 or 2019. Here we go. So, here we go. Quoted from Anime News Network. Ben, ben Gabas, global president and COO of Canadian toy and media company Spin Master, revealed at Spin Master's Q3 financial results conference call on November 8th that the company is planning to revive the Bakugan franchise within the next two years. We are also, here's what they, here's what they said, we are, this is not coming from the text, it's me saying here's what they said, we are also working on several exciting TV shows in our entertainment group for 2018 and 2019, including Bakugan, which we are working hard on with our partners of both the toy line and TV show. And that's what the COO said. Spin Master provided no other information on the brand during the conference call. Spin Master announced in 2015 that it was planning to relaunch of Bakugan. The company shared the concept art and you know, at the time the whole bakugan franchise is based on spin master and sega toys combination of metal cards marble like magnetic toys that automatically transform into figures during gameplay okay so we all it's talking about all the stuff we know so we all know it originated back in 2008 i think and then it came, it came to america in, tw in 2008 Excuse me. Um, now it's coming back. Like I said, they just they just opened up and said it's coming back. So, all right, on to the next thing. So, Mighty Pups. All of you Paw Patrol fans, Mighty Pups hit Walmart by storm. So we're gonna have a look at that now. We're going to look up movie and toy sales. Here we go. Um, if I can find it. Yeah, so when the movie came out, the movie made about... 2.7 million dollars worldwide so this movie racked it out in the books as one of the top selling movies not just in the country but in the world selling selling over 6,750,000 copies that's a lot that's a lot of copies and they're like they're like about the copies are about maybe 13 dollars a piece so, you know, they're about 11, 13, between 11 and $13 a piece. Over 6,750,000 copies. That's a lot. <laughs> Plus the toys, the toys, they sold over, they sold over 80 million figurines. Yeah, right here, 80 million, oh man, 80 million, 760 billion, 359,000 figures. That's a lot. <laughs> Racking up the figures nearing six and a half million dollars. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's what it says. Huh. 
Yeah, that's double the move. That's double what the movie was. <laughs> wow. So that's that's a lot of that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That's that's money. That's serious. That's uh. That's pretty much. It became one of the top. Paw Patrol is now one of the top selling brands in Spin Masters industry. Man, I love Spin Masters so much. They are awesome. Wow, Spin Masters crazy. They got it struck rich now. <laughs> that's that's really that's really intense. So that's it for the news. That's it for geek news, guys. I um, wanted to plan the interview, but the interview, sadly, is going to have to be rescheduled. So, anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Great first start. And I guess I'll see you guys in a month. Have a great month. And Merry Christmas. Thank you guys so much for listening in to this podcast. I am your host, Anthony Stewart. Don't forget to like this podcast and share it to those who would love to listen to it as much as you do. As much as you enjoyed listening to it, of course. And don't forget to sponsor me on Anchor and sponsor this podcast. Because this podcast needs money. (laughs) It needs it. So, you know, sponsors rock. You guys rock. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like it, share it, enjoy it. And and until then, I'll see you guys when I can. Have a great month and Merry Christmas. Mm